0: Hey, folks, welcome to the podcast. This week we're talking seven ways to ruin your children, things as parents we should not do. We are glad you're here today. Teach your children well. Their father's help. did slowly go by and
1: be. Welcome, guys. Hello, everybody.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us today.
1: We are glad to be here with you on a Friday afternoon. Uh, running a little behind with our podcast, but... It's Friday. <laughs> it is Friday. We, we figured out what day it is today.
0: It's better than some days. Hope your time in quarantine, if you're doing that, uh, has been good and you're being patient with one another and your kiddos. And uh, We know we cover a lot of marriage topics, uh, but we also do a lot of family topics. Uh, topics. We we do a family workshop where we uh, talk about marriage, but we also talk about parenting and blended families and, and things along those lines. And we don't want to just do marriage all the time. We also want to spend some time talking about uh, family, things going on. And we want to talk today about raising kids in this world. We have raised four. Four boys. Four boys. And we're still raising them uh, from age 30 down to age 18. Uh, We still feel like um, we point them in the right direction that they should go and uh, that we are supposed to be trying to raise our kids. Uh, The 18-year-old is the last about to leave home.
1: Yes, we're trying to gear up for empty nest.
0: What do you think about that? (sighs)
1: Mixed emotions,
0: mixed emotions. You had a, a hard day the other day
1: yes having a senior having a senior can I they, bring
0: this up or should I should we skip this
1: <laughs> they kind of I mean we, we knew we we weren't going back to school this year I think everybody knew it but I think the when the official word came down that we were not going back to school it was a rough couple of days just knowing all of the all of the lasts that he was not going to get to experience that uh kind of feel like he get, got cheated a little yeah. bit and i know some of y'all are in the same boat uh with your own kids um you know no no prom no awards banquets um no senior trips um just all of those things that should be happening right now that are are fun memories to be made yeah. but uh, they have promised us some top of graduation ceremony we don't know when or what it exactly it will look like but they have promised that something will happen and so,
0: we trust we trust them they're doing the best that they can they and are doing up with the, the best, best they decisions can. and we appreciate it and if you've got a senior and it's not just seniors in high school i mean if you had a kid moving from elementary to junior high and, yeah. and there's a lot of end of the school years that, a that lot kids of, have missed
1: a lot of lasts for the you know the fifth graders and the eighth graders that are making transitions um All the kids are are just missing out on things in general, no matter what age they are. The
0: end of school was always my favorite time because it meant school was almost over. Yeah. (laughs) That was my way I looked at it. Yeah. your favorite. Yeah, my favorite part was (laughs) school ended soon. So Uh, we kind of came from different background in schooling. Uh, Lee Lee liked school. I just wanted it to be over with. So (laughs) that was kind of... So we're talking raising kids today and... uh, how to uh, seven seven ways to ruin your children Uh, these are all seven things we don't need to do as parents and I will tell you we are not perfect parents we have not raised perfect kids Uh, our kids have made mistakes like your kids make mistakes Uh, what we have learned is we have learned from ourselves and the mistakes we've made and mistakes that uh, we've learned and things we've done right we have done some stuff right and just through different things, some things you should not do, and we're going to talk about some of those today. As parents, things that are not good to do, and uh, why don't you kick us off with the first one that uh, as parents, uh, if you want to ruin your kids, what do you do? Well,
1: one sure way to ruin your kids is to lie for them. Uh, Lie for your kids when they, uh, you know, have, have made a mistake, and you will be certain to ruin them because they're just going to learn it's okay to lie. Um, if they've overslept and you write them a note and say they were sick or they had a doctor's appointment, um, that's not good. You know, if they they choose to oversleep, then they need to go to school and get their admit slip and say, sorry, I overslept. And if there's consequences, they need to pay for those consequences.
0: Yeah, one of the things that uh, you don't want to do is try to cover up mistakes for your kids. Now, that's a different point we'll talk about it in a minute. But uh your your children may not see that as a big deal in you uh writing a note for them if they sleep in or something like that saying they didn't feel well but uh, if you do that basically you're telling your kids it is okay to lie and and i know in our house we have tried really hard to teach our children uh we don't we don't lie in our house and we want to we want to tell the truth all the time and so when you lie for your kids you're teaching them that's okay yeah now we have had some kids. Uh, actually, all of them. Uh, I cannot remember if our last one has done this or not. But I know our other three, at one point or another, our older three, all have said to us at one time or another, "One morning, uh, school morning. I am so tired. Can I please just miss my first class or two, and then you write me a note um, and let me sleep for a while, so that uh, so that I can make it to class and not get in trouble." <laughs> And, and our kids were, were good kids, and they made good grades. Um, but I would tell all of them, and I've told every one of them, you feel free to sleep in if you would like to, but uh, I will not write you a note that says that you were feeling bad or you were sick. I will write them a note that says you chose to sleep in this morning, but you are welcome to do so if that's what you want to do. And every they, one of them...
1: They all got up. They all school. got up and went to school. Uh, <laughs>
0: because I wouldn't... I wouldn't go. We, we weren't going to uh, to lie for them and, uh, may not have seemed like a big deal, but, uh, it's important to start that early. Yeah.
1: Just not, not a good idea to lie for your kids. So, um, another way that you can ruin your kid, if that's what you're set out to do, which we know it's not, but, um, don't give them any rules. Just, just don't give them any rules. Uh, let them do what they want. Um, there's an interesting statistic that 85% of college kids say their parents weren't strict enough.
0: Wow, that's big.
1: That, that, that's pretty amazing. You know, we always think, you know, kids gripe about having rules and, and uh, curfews and all those kinds of things, but, but they need rules. They need structure, they need boundaries, they need routines, um,
0: they really do. They'll, they'll gripe about it and they'll whine about it, but kids need rules. Um, there are simple things in life that uh, are there and put in place for, um, for us to follow. And if our kids do not follow the rules, they'll grow up not following the rules. Yeah. And, and they'll have a hard life if they can learn early. There are certain rules that we follow and things we do. And as a parent, uh, sometimes you may feel like, we'll talk about this too in a minute, that you're being mean to them, but uh, or they may say you're so mean, you just have all these rules. But the rules you put in place for your children are rules because you love them and you don't want them to get hurt and you want to take care of them. And actually, when it boils down to it, it's, it's really out of love. Mm-hmm. We, we give rules to our kids because we love our kids. And, and somebody said one time, how do you spell love? And of course, we think L-O-V-E, but there's lots of different ways to spell love, and one of them is R U L E S rules. rules. I, I love my kids, that's why I'm gonna give them rules of things they can and things they cannot do.
1: Yeah, it's it's always in their best interest. Uh, same with God, you know. I mean, he he lays down. Uh, things for us that he wants us to do and it's always in our best interest.
0: Do you think it's because he don't want us to have any fun?
1: Not at all. <laughs> not at
0: all. Probably because he knows what's best for us, I right? I
1: think he knows that what's the most fun is doing it his way because then there's not all the consequences that will have to be paid.
0: That's right. So here's one for you. Uh, let's do a, a third thing that will help that will ruin your kids if you do this and this one kind of strikes close to my heart and I'll tell you why in a minute. Is uh, one way to run your kids is to automatically think everyone is out to get your child when they get in trouble. To, I'm going to say that again, automatically think everyone is out to get your child when they get in trouble. You know, your child oftentimes, you know, we, we may see them through a little bit rose colored glasses and think, hey, our kid would... Surely they couldn't do something like that. How could they do anything wrong?
1: Mm-hmm. Our kid's perfect. Yeah. He would never. That teacher must be out to get him.
0: Principal, the <laughs> coach, uh, the policeman, whatever it was. But, you know, sometimes sometimes your kids and our kids, they just do things wrong. And nobody's out to get them. They just are going to have to reap what they sow. Sometimes our kids just make mistakes. And, and we tend to live in a society now to where if our kids get in trouble, we automatically think, well, fine, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll call your superior and I'll talk to them. And, you know, my kid would have never done that. Another kid got him in trouble or got her in trouble. But sometimes your kid just gets themselves in trouble and does things they shouldn't do. But we oftentimes think somebody's out to get our kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, when I was a teenager in high school, uh, you may have a hard time believing this, but this is a true story. Um, I got in trouble a few times in high school uh, just because I was a little on the mischief side, mischievous side, Um, but I was just a kid and I got in trouble like anybody else did and I remember one time specifically going to the principal's office and Mr. Martin was the assistant principal. He was the guy that gave the swats and went in there and sat down and he said, "Uh, I'm going to give you three swats Mr. Morgan, but I need to call your mother and ask her permission first. Uh, and I have no doubt that, uh, you know, what she was going to say when he called, and, and she was on speakerphone, and I remember sitting there listening with my head down, knowing what was going to happen, <laughs> and uh, he, he called and said, I'm going to give you son three swats. He's got in trouble today. And her words were, that is absolutely fine. You swat him, and then you tell him when he gets home, I'm going to give him some more. And I remember she didn't take up for me. She didn't go, well, surely his teacher, you know, or uh, the coach was not being nice to him or out to get him. Man, that was one thing that took place that uh, my conduct, you know, we used to come home from elementary school and and if my grades were not the best, uh, my mom and dad, you know, they wanted me to improve my grades. But they look down at them conduct. You know, when I was, I'm old enough that when when my report card <laughs> came home, do you remember we had a?
1: We got used for unnecessary talking. Yes, and, and
0: if our conduct was bad, if we got a uh, check mark yeah. under something, I got in more trouble for my conduct than I ever did for any grade that I brought home. My mom and dad expected me to, hey, you are representing us. Uh, And you will act nice. And uh, I knew that their wrath was going to come down on me if I did not uh, behave like I was supposed to. Never one time did they think somebody was out to get me. Uh, My mom always took up for whoever it was that said I had done something.
1: Mm. She lived with you. She knew. She she knew you were
0: perfect. (laughs) (laughs) She knew you were a little stinker. So don't automatically think everybody's out to get your kid when they get in trouble. Sometimes they just do things they shouldn't do, and and that's. uh, sometimes they just do wrong things
1: yeah uh, so another way to to ruin your child is to just not discipline um, them at all just just don't discipline them
0: that's not good discipline is a healthy thing and discipline can be what are what are different ways we discipline kids
1: uh well you can of course we we always had time out when yeah, they when were small oh when they were very small we had time out and we got somebody at the door coop the door. <laughs> okay we're back sorry for that little tiny interruption there uh we weren't expecting a visitor but um so anyway i think we were talking about time out we always uh when our kids were small we had little timeout chairs and um you know we, we spanked them if we thought the situation called for spanking some people don't don't do that and that's perfectly fine but we did um You know, I I think one thing when they were teenagers, they kind of outgrow spankings and time out chairs and and you you ground them. But we, on a few occasions, would ask our boys, you know, what what do you think you deserve as far as discipline goes? And uh, surprisingly, they would be harder on themselves than what we probably would have been.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right, and and as they get older, you can't always you can't always spank a kid when they get bigger than you, um, and and you have to sometimes hit them where it hurts, and sometimes when you get to kids that are a little bit older, it was a whole lot more painful for us to go hey put your cell phone on the bar and just leave it there or bring me your keys mm-hmm. and we even had one one time said can you just not spank me right <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh, taking the keys <laughs> hit on where it hurts exactly
0: and so sometimes you you just have to do that but uh nobody likes to discipline their children but uh it is something that needs to be done it is really really important that it that it takes place and we never like to discipline our kids, but it was part of, part of their maturing and their growing up. and we tend to we, t- we tended to have one that, that got caught. Maybe he, he may not have done anything any more than all the rest of them. Uh, but he tended. it seemed like every time he turned around he got caught for doing something he shouldn't have been doing. And sometimes it was pretty minor, but uh, uh, still... And, and I remember sitting in our room on the bed with him having a long speech about doing what's right. And life is easier if you just do what's right and not make mistakes. And I made the comment, I said, I said, you know, we pray all the time that if you do something wrong, that you'd get caught. Well, <laughs> he was mad. He got mad. He said, you doing what? And I said, yeah. I said, we're praying that if you do something wrong, you get caught. Because if you don't get caught, you're not going to learn from it. And man he would, he said you stop praying that I get caught when I do something wrong and I said I will <laughs> not stop praying. That was a good battle with about mm-hmm. a, a 17 18 year old kid at that time mm-hmm. and and so we've had some fun disciplining our kids i mean nobody wants to discipline your kids but it's it's always interesting one of the things you don't want to do on disciplining is you can't just threaten your child all the time and that's that's a dangerous thing to do where you just say that if you do that again next time you're grounded and yeah. next time you're grounded and next time you're grounded if you
1: threaten and never follow through they're not learning a thing no. other than that other than that you are a pushover.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I, I, I'm I, cautious about telling this, but I will I will tell it because I don't ever want to be judgmental. I don't know what this poor mama was going through or what her day was like or what her kid was like. But in Target one time, I happened to be shopping and a lady right next to me in the basket with a little toddler and, and the little toddler climbed out. And she said, you do that again, I'm gonna spank you. And she put him back in the basket. And within five seconds, she turned her back, he was out literally five times she put him back in there and said you do that again i will five times she said i'm gonna spank you and five times she and i wanted i didn't but i'd like to have said i wanted to say ma'am i'll hold him for you while you swat him <laughs> if, if that will help
1: Oh, goodness. but
0: uh yeah i just remember thinking thinking that's a pretty good illustration on how not to do things you can't just threaten your kids uh you've got to do something uh, in that way. But one of the ways to run your kids is don't discipline your kids when they make a mistake. Sometimes they need to be. Now I will tell you that uh, if you're not sure how to discipline your kids or if you're not sure what they have done, always err on the side of grace. Be be graceful to your kids, you know. Uh, grounding your kid for life, although we've all threatened it, uh, it it's not a healthy thing to do. Yeah. Don't overreact. Don't overreact. Don't yeah. discipline when you're mad. We need to do a we need to do a podcast, an episode for on, on how to discipline children. Uh, that would probably be a good thing. I think of about thirty minutes more material on, on disciplining on kids exactly. on how and how not to discipline in our, yes. our children. Things we've learned.
1: Yeah. So we, we kind of alluded to this earlier um, when we talked about line for your kids. Uh, but another thing that's pretty detrimental is uh, if you pull strings to actually get them out of trouble. Yeah, that's kind of taking it in another step farther uh, than than lying for them. But if you're actually pulling strings to get them out of trouble, well, you're teaching them, you're teaching them some bad things. Yeah,
0: basically, you're teaching your kid that they're a victim and they're they're going to spend their life playing the victim card, and that's not healthy. Uh, if your kid gets in trouble, the best thing you can do is. Instead of saying, I'm going to call my lawyer or I'm going to call your superior, sometimes letting them pay the price for their mistake is the best thing you can do as a parent. Let them they, let them reap what they sow sometimes. And uh, that is a good thing. We had a child that did that one time. Uh, this was our second oldest son, <laughs> Parker. Yeah. And and rarely did he ever get in trouble. He was a kid you'd kind of look at cross-eyed and say you've disappointed me and and you've ripped his heart out he was a soft-hearted kid that never required much discipline didn't get in trouble but he when he was about 17 there was two or three times that he asked in, in Childress, where we live we have a we actually have a curfew in our community and have forever and the curfew is on weeknights if you're under 18 you can't be out past 11 and if you're uh, under under seventeen, you can't be out past twelve on the weekend, that, and so that was kind of our curfew: being by eleven on weeknight, being by twelve on the weekend. And and there was a a little spread of weekends where he would send a message and go, "Hey, we're over at so and so's house watching a movie, and I'm gonna be about ten minutes after curfew." And and you know, I think we would always go, "Now, Parker, you know, you you could get in trouble for this. You mm-hmm. know, they give tickets out for." For going past curfew, and, and and I remember specifically one time his words were, "Nobody gets a ticket for being out past curfew." Well, we had a we had a weekend where he was with a bunch of good kids, and they were finishing a movie, and he sends a message and says, "Can I can I stay over and watch?" And I said, "Parker, you know curfew time," and and he goes, "Nobody nobody's gonna get trouble. And I said, "Fine, you can stay." Uh, he didn't. He'd never got in trouble anyway. On the way home, guess who gets a ticket? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> For being out past curfew. He comes in and he is mad. He is hot. Uh, he got pulled over and he's got a ticket. And my first thought was, honestly, I will call the judge Monday morning, who is a friend of mine. And I actually probably didn't even call him. I could have texted him and just said, hey, Parker was with friends. He had my permission to be out. Uh, and he would have said, oh, it's Parker. Throw that in the trash. And we'd and would have, would have never had any other issue with it. But but you, Mama, in her wisdom, said, "But will he learn anything from this?" And I said, "Probably not, if we don't let him pay a price somehow." So, we we came up with a plan to. Here was here's what we decided to do. Um, since we had given him permission to stay out past midnight, uh, but he had asked, we told him he could pay for half of whatever the fine was, and we'd pay for the other half. Now, we went down, saw the judge on Monday morning and found out it was $120 -hmm. for Uh, breaking curfew. That was a
1: lot of money for a kid that that mowed lawns in the heat for...
0: 60 bucks was. I didn't want to spend 60 bucks, but it didn't hurt me like it did him. Uh, 60 bucks was a lot of money to that kid out of his own pocket. And when we oftentimes tell this story, um, we ask the question, guess how many times he missed curfew after that experience? and the number is zero
1: yeah i think they learned they needed to start those movies a little earlier or something
0: exactly (laughs) so don't don't pull don't pull uh strings to get your get your kids out of trouble um and so uh yeah that's something that we just need to do a better job of as parents number six
1: um be inconsistent uh if you want to ruin your kids Um,
0: what does that mean you say
1: well, I mean, basically, if you tell your kids uh, that they need to do one thing and then you go out and do the other, then you're being pretty inconsistent. Maybe double standards. Double stand- that-
0: So if I tell my kids we don't lie in this house and, and I, I tell my kids, hey, whoever's at the door, tell them I'm not here. Uh, I don't want to talk to them
1: yeah you you've pretty much just said yep we do lie in this house
0: yeah we, we can't be inconsistent as parents whatever we ask of our kids we need to do a good job of asking of ourselves if and so yeah
1: if we're not allowing them to watch certain movies or listen to certain music or whatever it is then we don't need to do those things ourselves that was
0: kind of our rules and and they worked for us that doesn't mean they work for everybody else but don't be inconsistent uh lastly let's give you one more and then we'll sum everything up and get out of here
1: uh, give your kids everything they want
0: that's not a good thing
1: yeah um you know of course they're going to think they need the uh the a new car and and the latest electronics and and the greatest and latest tennis shoes out and and whatever but uh you don't have to give them all those things every single time they think they need it yeah
0: sometimes it's okay to say no uh, or make them work it's, for it. It's
1: a good thing to say no or yes, exactly. We would tell our kids, you've got, you've got money. You've, you know, yeah. if you want it bad enough and you're,
0: you're willing to spend your own money, sure, go let's, for it. Let's go rake some leaves mm-hmm. in the yard and work for some stuff and, and things don't come free or cheap exactly. all the time.
1: And, and one thing that we did with our kids a lot on, especially things like tennis shoes, when they really wanted, you know, the expensive pair or something, when we would say, this is our budget. For shoes. And this is what we're willing to kick in. And if you think you need that particular pair of shoes, then you're going to have to cover the rest. And and we would be able to tell real quick, you know, how important it was to them if they were willing to shell out the rest of the money or not. <laughs> good
0: point. Very good point. So don't give your kids everything that they want. There, we've gone through a bunch here, seven things that will ways to ruin your kids. We want to remind you as parents, your job God puts you in the life of your child for you to be their parent, not always to be their friend. Um, God did not give you kids so they could have buddies. God gave you kids so that you could be their parent and sometimes as a parent your kids are not going to like you. Sometimes as a parent your kids are going to be mad at you. Sometimes as a parent they're not going to like what they say. Uh, But you get right down to it and uh, you're to be their parent your your job is to raise healthy emotional physical relational kids and and that's your job as a parent to work yourself out of a job where they're out flying on their own doing relationships and emotional health and physical health and spiritual health like they should because you have taught them why they're at home and they don't always have to like you they don't always have to like your rules but you've got to be that parent in their world that says, here's how we're going to do things. Uh, I've been your age, but you haven't been my age.
1: Yeah, and and it's so rewarding uh, to see our three that are out on their own and and not, you know, living under our rules anymore, so to speak, because they're flying on their own and and making awesome decisions and awesome choices. And um, yeah, it's just pretty rewarding to see that that we did do a few things right.
0: Yep, it did. Uh, We made mistakes, but we've done some stuff right. We're very blessed. We love our our boys, and we love the fact that we've got our first grandchild coming into this world sometime in September, and uh, we're excited about that.
1: Very excited about that.
0: want to remind you, if you're listening to this podcast uh, via iTunes, or uh, Google, or on an Android phone, or even on a Spotify, you can leave us a review, and that will help us um, a ton uh, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. We're going to keep doing it as long as we have folks that are still going to listen, and we do appreciate that. Can you think of anything else, Miss Morgan, you want to add on seven simple ways to ruin your kids?
1: <laughs> Hopefully this is not what you're setting out to do.
0: Now, so, nobody ever sets out to ruin their kids, yeah. you know, and sometimes we'll talk a little bit more about family stuff. We'll talk about disciplining. Uh, we may need to have a week where we talk about strong-willed children. We had one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, there's just so many good family topics we need to cover, blended families and things along those lines.
1: Yeah. Shoot us a, shoot us a message if there's a, a family topic that you'd be interested in. There you in go. Us covering, so. There
0: you go. Yeah. Hope y'all all have a great week. We've had fun today hanging out with you and, uh, have a blessed week. And, uh, just, just remember that, uh, uh, whether you're quarantined or you're in one of those jobs that works out in the public that uh, folks are praying, and we're going to get all through this. We're going to survive. We are. Things are going to get back to normal soon. Yeah, and I've enjoyed uh, being quarantined a little bit, so I'm not sure I'm ready for them to go back completely to normal. Exactly, yeah. It's it's
1: been pretty fun for this introvert right here. There you go,
0: yeah. (laughs) All right, y'all have a great day. Many blessings. See ya. on the road Must have a code That you can live by And so Become yourself